God gives us peace through his son and he points us to that peace again and again and again. We're, we're actually going to use the, a traditional five-pointed star as a way to remember and to consider these places where we look for peace and where God actually delivers it to and us. And that's, that's that star associated with David and... No, that's a six-pointed that's star. That's the six-pointed star. Just your traditional five-pointed star okay. that you see on top of a Christmas tree. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, the one you draw as a kid with one yeah, continuous yeah, yeah, yeah. line okay. that doesn't stop, right? That's hence continuous and doesn't stop mean the same thing. I was being repetitively redundant. So you've got that going for Well, you. there's your alliteration for the day. Welcome to Christ in All Things, a conversation about meaning and purpose. It's based on a verse from the Bible, Colossians chapter 1, verse 17, which says, Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Christ in All Things is a listening ear into conversations about receiving and giving the love and hope of Christ. These conversations are an invitation because as much as you'll hear and as much as we enjoy having them, digital media operates from a distance. And that's not what's best for us, with God or with one another. So, thanks for listening. And if you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in the life that finds its epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome to Christ in All Things. I am Pastor Lance O'Donnell. I am Pastor Jason Schockman. And we are here to present to you our 2023 Advent and Christmas preview. Preview. Previewing. Uh, what to expect here at St. Paul's when we gather Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the services throughout Advent leading up to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But Pastor O'Donnell, let's start with Christmas Eve, because this year, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. That's right, which means we will not, at St. Paul's, we will not have a Saturday service on the 23rd. Uh, on, the, on the 23rd. And our Christmas Eve services will be at 3 p.m., 5 p.m., and 8 p.m. Wait, so at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, we won't have service. And at 10.30 a.m. on Sunday morning, December 24th, we won't have service. But we will have the services. At 3 p.m., at 5 p.m., and at 8 p.m. Correct. And... For you listeners and attenders at St. Paul's, uh, each of those services is slightly different than the one. And you before. also got ahead because we shouldn't forget the the Christmas. time of the traditional Christmas Day service. Correct. Which is for our listeners the second highest, most important feast date in the Christian calendar. The first, of course, is Easter Ascension. Uh, the second, the second is Christmas, and that service. It is now at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. So that'll that'll give you who are have a little harder time getting up in the morning or if you want to open presents with the kids, that you can get that done and still get to service at 10 o'clock. And that'll be the traditional Christmas service with the traditional readings and with the choir singing and all that stuff. And communion and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, But let's go back uh, again real, real briefly, talk about Christmas Eve. 
because we're going to do the same type of things we've done before, but it's hopefully in three bigger services uh, this year rather than four mixed ones. So the first, the first one is at 3 p.m. And that is a choral Christmas service. So the choir's in the balcony singing wonderful Christmas hymns and some anthems. The and congregation is in the nave singing some wonderful uh, Christmas hymns. Uh, there's a brief meditation in the midst of it. But yeah, this is, this is mostly the 3 p.m. this year is, is going to be about singing the story of, yeah. the, of the coming of Christ. Yeah. And that, that will be a great joy. The choir is very excited about it. Uh, then at 5 p.m., that has, that has traditionally been the largest attended service, but 3 p.m. has pre, been pretty close these last years. Um, 5 p.m. is the traditional Christmas Eve candlelight service. So um, hymns and preaching and the readings and silent night with candlelight at the end of it. Right. And then you're preaching at 8 o'clock p.m. p.m. on Christmas Eve. Not a.m. And that's going to be, right, the culmination of the midweek stuff that we're going to talk about in just a little right, bit. Right, right. So that 8 o'clock service is going to be primarily accompanied by piano and guitar. So we're, we're simplifying that later service a bit. Which, which you'll see as a theme for us during Advent and Christmas this year. Yeah. Simplifying things. Yeah. Uh, so, the, right, as the culmination of the midweek services, that later service... Um, so we'll, we'll let, let's do that. Let's it. do that since, since we're there. So again, yeah. to, just to summarize, Christmas Eve, uh, we and this year is December 24th, of course. Those services, on, and that's a Sunday, are at 3 p.m. or 5 p.m. or 8 p.m. And then Christmas Day is 10 a.m. And so now let's go back and talk about the season. It's not just a preparation for Christmas. It's much deeper than that. And, yeah. I, and I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that because... Pastor Shockman is preaching a series uh, during our midweek services, and those midweek services are at in the middle of the day at twelve fifteen. Correct, and that's a kind of a simple, more simple spoken service designed to be in done in about about a half hour. Yep. The evening service has has um, a more musical liturgy and and so forth. Very pretty. Uh, in which service are, again are we doing vespers? We're going to do vespers, which is very nice to sing. And the preaching. And so tell us about the, the series that you're doing midweek. Right. So the series itself is called Peace on Earth. Uh, and throughout the series, we're going to look at uh, where God instructs us to find peace and where we typically look for it, which, oddly enough, aren't always the same thing. Uh, and so God gives us peace through his son. And he points us to that piece again and again and again. We're, we're actually going to use the, a traditional five-pointed star as a way to remember and to consider these places where we look for peace and where God actually delivers it to and us. And that's, that's that star associated with David and... No, that's a six-pointed that's star. That's the six-pointed star. Just your traditional five-pointed star okay. that you see on top of a Christmas tree. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, the one you draw as a kid with one yeah, continuous yeah, yeah, yeah. line okay. that doesn't stop, right? That's hence continuous and doesn't stop mean the same thing. I was being repetitively redundant. So you've got that going for Well, you. there's your alliteration for the day. Um, we will use that star to point to the different 
and the different points of the star that actually remind us physically as we see it where we tend to look only to have the gospel call us back to where God actually delivers peace. Uh, Advent as a season in the church year is, is about more than just preparing for Christmas. So what does Advent mean? It is, well, Advent means coming, right? And so we, we are preparing for the coming of the Savior. Yes, at Christmas, but also in his second coming. Right. We come right off the, season, the Sundays at the end of the church year, which are all focused on eschatology or eschaton, end times things. And that rolls us right into Advent as we consider, yes, how does the end time things, what do they point us to look toward? And in Advent, in repentance, we prepare ourselves for the second coming of Christ. I like that part of Advent. Love it. Uh, and so many of the older Advent hymns and some of the newer ones too r- really draw on that. What is Christ come to be? What has he come to do? What has he come to bring as Christmas hymns do too? Uh, but the Advent hymns tend to do it from a penitential perspective rather than from a a glorious wonder perspective. Advent's important it spiritually. Is. It is. It's in, it's important, and we're you know we'll get into this when we talk about the weekends or the Lord's Day services as well. But in in many and various ways this year, we're going to try and push back against the just the secular consumerist Christmas, and and ask ourselves in that respect, also ask our community to say, what is this all about? Are we pushed back? A little. Or a lot. (laughs) Depending. Yeah. (laughs) Depending on your perspective and your view of what church should be about. Yeah. (laughs) Pastor Shackman, I think, I think that's, you know, in the weekend, so often in the season of Advent, historically, these readings are often about the ministry of John the Baptist. The ministry of John the Baptist is a call, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He's yeah. sent to prepare the way for the Savior. Yeah. And the way you do that um, is not, he doesn't do a light show and smoke and mirrors. and He lives, he, a, he lives a simple life and he tells people to quit doing the rebellious things against God you do and, and repent and be and, and trust in the one who is coming, who, who is coming and who yeah. is righteous for you and who will forgive you. Yeah. You mean, you mean John the Baptist didn't have a lights on the outside of his tent with uh, coordinated to the blink to the beat of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come see the 900 yeah, foot right, Jesus. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, in all seriousness, I love that video, right? There's a video on YouTube of a guy that put the Trans-Siberian Orchestra as the soundtrack to the blinking lights on his house. Oh, no. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> we'll have to watch that later. Sorry for the digression, listeners. We do that from time to time. So, uh, ad, so Advent is again overall title. Uh, overall title is uh, Peace on Earth, and uh, just to give you a rundown, uh, week one, midweeks. This is uh, it's right. and that that midweek service. So we're talking Wednesdays at either twelve fifteen or six thirty p.m. And the first midweek service is December sixth, two thousand twenty-three. Correct. So, so that first week is. Look up. 
uh, the star of peace is drawing near. Uh, the second week is peace to all, near and far. Right? And that's, so that's the 13th, if I'm doing my math that, correct. Yes, I have the 13th of December. There correct. you go. Then the, the third week, which would be December 20th, uh, is our peace rests on him alone. That's where we, we are founded in peace. And then uh, again at that 8 p.m. on Christmas Eve, uh, we'll hear about the diamond found in the manger. Pastor, I thought you said we were talking about a star. Where is there a diamond in the star? I guess you'll have to come and see it. And that's what you're doing at 8 p.m.? That's what I'm doing at 8 p.m. Yeah. That's a great analogy, actually. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. The diamond in the manger. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very clever, It's actually. not a diamond in the rough. Well, although... It, uh, it is. The manger is certainly rough. Yeah. No, it's a great, it's a great turn on that little phrase. Yeah. I thought so, too. I didn't make it up, but I thought it was good, so yeah. I decided to use it. I, li- I like it. Yeah. So in the... On the on the what we call the weekends, or I prefer to say the Lord's days, because um, the Lord's day is in Christian history is the day that Jesus rose from the dead was a Sunday, and that became the Sabbath day or day of rest and day of worship. The Lord's day. The the Lord's day. You mean right? how Luther talks about it? Yeah, the Lord's day services, in the weekend. I'm I'm going to use the the standard readings that we use here in the three what's called the three year lectionary, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do an overarching theme called glorious simplicity. Uh-huh. So we'll hear a lot of John. Well, well, well that and that in the epistles, I mean, the, the first week is, is the Isaiah passage, which is picked up in the new Testament, uh, that God is the potter and we are the clay. Yeah. And that we're going to go at, we're going to kind of go at the modern idea that we make ourselves when, in, when in fact it is God who made us, and so in in it's a it's a good time at the beginning of December because that that's what December third. That's the first Sunday in December when we start Advent this year. I mean, we'll already be in the midst of the the craziness of the the secular the secular Christmas. But to push back so much of our advertisement about this is about remaking ourselves by yeah. buying this and doing this and the other that, and we're gonna what we're going to ask ourselves as we look at the scriptures is let's, let's, as it were, pause and see how, how God is actually forming us and not focus our lives on, well, focus our lives on receiving that rather than the sometimes in often or the often idolatrous, we're going to do whatever we want with ourselves. So let, let God make us a little bit. Or a lot, as it may be, in the the second the second week in Advent is we're gonna I'm gonna look at both the gospel reading, which is the beginning of Mark's gospel in the ministry of John the Baptist, and the passage from in a passage from Second Peter, in about about waiting, and rather than just grabbing, you know, in a, in a season where we're encouraged to impulse buy 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 buy. Yeah. Um, and do, do, do you know, is to pause, to be willing to, to wait. You know, you'll see in the ministry, in the ministry of John the Baptist is, you know, people had waited centuries for the arrival of the Messiah. You know, finally John comes and when he, and when he comes, there's opposition because people have got stuck in their ways. And one of the things we're going to ask in, in Advent is, 
are you stuck? Not just you, but yeah. How are, how are we stuck in our own ways and not, and not listening to what the Lord is calling us out of and, and into in Jesus? And then the, at, the, at the tail end, uh, the last Sunday in Advent is the December 17th. I want to focus especially on the epistle reading there, which is from First Thessalonians 5, mm. where the Lord tells us that we are in Christ sanctified completely. And because one of the one of the things we discover in our flurry of buying things and you get your new Peloton and you get your Y membership and all the other stuff and all of that is fine. But you can pound that Peloton till you're right until you puke every day and you're still going to get older and have creaks. And, right? You're you're still going to you're still going to have issues. And I'm not saying don't get yourself in shape. I'm not saying, you know, don't do exercises or any of that. But our efforts to remake ourselves are always incomplete. They're temporary. And that's probably better. Temporary. But Christ is eternal. Christ's remaking of us is eternal. So, so some, you know, physical training is of some good. There you go, quoting St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> right. But training in godliness, that's, that's, that's yeah. an eternal value. Indeed. So yeah, I, th- I was going to say, I think I've read that somewhere. <laughs> you have, you have read that. You have read that somewhere. Multiple times, probably. So in, and then for, for our listeners, you know, in case, in case you're a listener and haven't necessarily been a regular churchgoer, you stumbled across this, or you had some friend of St. Paul's that said, Hey, listen to our pastors talk about what we're doing at Advent. Because they're complete dorks. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've talked, we've talked mostly thus far about Advent, but the, the church has a season of Christmas. Yeah. Which follows Christmas. <laughs> that that Day. begins Come, at Christmas. Yeah. It comes after. Yeah. So, you know that that song, the whole the whole twelve days of Christmas, that's about that's Christmas about this, Day and yeah. then and thereafter. Yeah, that's not the that's not what leads up to it, right? That's not what leads up to Christmas. I mean, we've got the uh, the the twelve Hallmark Christmas movies, right? That lead up to. There's always <laughs> anyway. The, by the way, the Hallmark Christmas movie watching season as of uh, November the fourteenth has already begun in my house. Yeah, I don't say that with bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't say that with animosity. I say that with a reluctant resignation. That it is. That there are actually wholesome things to watch on TV. There are. For the most part. There, there can be. Because the Hallmark Christmas movie season has begun. So for for my purpose <laughs> for my purposes, this really for the most this part. really begins with Thanksgiving. It and, does. And that'll be about the time that this this episode I'm I'm doing my, my Thanksgiving is is kind of a lead in and it's just simplify Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it'll be too late to simplify a lot of the Thanksgivings of the people there, but it'll give us some people, some things, some things to think about. I look forward to Christmas. But you know, we're, we're, we're going to simplify Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to simplify Advent. Um, we're going to talk about what peace is on earth. And then we're going to, we're going to come to Christmas and, and celebrate um, well, not well, just the birth of more so we're going to talk about the lack of pieces on earth and the only place that true peace is found. Yeah. Which is, you got to you got kind of, you're, it's a simplified thing, right? It's not that complicated. Yeah. True peace is found only in the one 
who can actually give the eternal forgiveness of sins. The one who can actually give you peace. And we have that peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Again, I think I've read that somewhere before. The one who was born Romans to be the final point. sacrifice yeah, yeah. and rise from the dead. Right. And and there is our peace, right? So we'll we'll look at where we scramble looking for it side to side to and fro. Hard hard not to think about it's a it's a the timing on that well, it's that time of year. The peace is always part of it, but with the with significant warfare going on in a couple different parts of the world. Yeah. And in particular, in the part of the world in which this, in many respects, all started. Yeah. And, you know, how are we going to have peace? There, those, anima- those animosities in the Middle East go back millennia. They go back to the Old Testament. They, they, go, they go back almost as far as it goes. Cain and Abel. The only, the, the only way that that is overcome is if people can learn to forgive. If you have to avenge your brother, your grandmother, your grandfather, it just won't end. It, it just won't end ever. Yeah. Christ calls us. Christ calls us to lay down that sword. Yeah, and and and, and to repent. And and thus his kingdom in these last days of the church year are is described as a gathering of people from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Yeah. All these different languages, all these different all these different colors down before the throne of throne of God together worship together worshiping Christ, not at each other's throats. That's that's where this that's the only way this yeah. ends. All together crying out salvation belongs to our God and to the lamb. Yeah, who sits on the throne? Who sits on who sits on the throne? I'm getting a little excited here, Chief. Um, so just to recap, we've talked about the Sundays in Advent. We've talked about the midweek services in Advent. I just want to remind our listeners, if you're coming to St. Paul's on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, Sunday, Christmas Eve, we have services at 3 p.m. That's our choral uh, Christmas Eve Christmas Eve service. At 5 p.m., that's our traditional candlelight service mm-hmm. with communion. At 8 o'clock is our uh, simplified Christmas midnight service. That culminates that the culminates Peace on Earth. the Peace on Earth series we've been looking at in our midweek services mm-hmm. through Advent. And then on Christmas Day, we begin the season of Christmas at 10 a.m. with the traditional Christmas Day readings and the traditional Christmas Day service. Choir singing. And that begins for us our brief but important season season of Christmas season of Christmas which continues the which continues the next week um, where our friend uh, Dr. Nathan Metter will be back as our as our guest preacher and uh, he's always he's always great it's nice it's nice to have him nice to have him back around and then uh, the following will be Epiphany right yeah I believe so yeah so we welcome you to come to St. Paul's Maybe this, uh, maybe all this stuff is new to you. I mean, completely new. Maybe all the the Christ stuff is new to you. It's a great, it's a great time to come and hear. Um, the midweek things are the services are 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 beautiful and and simple. The the Lord's Day or weekend services, you know, likewise, we're going to be cha- we're going to be challenged. And and if you know if you're if you come and this is new to you. 
whether the Christianity thing is new to you or the maybe liturgical worship thing is yeah. new to you, uh, give us a call at the office at 262-567-5001. Set up a time to talk to one of us. We would love we would love to talk to you about it. And look for Pastor Shockman when he next offers his Lutheran basics class. And when is that when is that going to be? Uh, I'm going to kick one off after Easter. I'm going to take a, a little after break. Easter. After Easter. Okay. So I'm going to um, between between Christmas and uh, Ash Wednesday. I'm looking at doing a word on Wednesday and actually studying a book of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe First John is kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, we'll take a break during Lent because uh, I need a breather. Yep. Uh, and then after Easter, we'll do another Lutheran Basics, and that'll take us from Easter into the summer uh, as we dig into the Word of God to understand why we, the church, believe, teach, and confess what we at, here at St. Paul's believe and teach and confess. And into the summer, which is going to be into your little mini sabbatical oh, where, you're, where you're working on your dissertation. <laughs> and that, my friends, is a topic for, for another, another time. time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Christ in All Things. For show notes and other information about Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. Comments may be emailed to comments at christinallthings.org. We're thankful to provide Christ in All Things to you as a gift. But it's not free to produce and distribute. So if you'd like to help us make Christ in All Things a self-supporting show and have a little fun in the process, please click the support page at christinallthings.org. A donation of any kind gets you a dozen environmentally friendly Christ in All Things straws to share with your friends. Pastor Shockman loves these. That is so not true. You love those way too much, and I still can't believe you bought them. A donation of $200 or more gets you some cheerful on-air clapping. And a pair of Wisconsin-made wigwam hiking socks. A donation of $1,000 or more gets you thunderous on-air clapping. And a handmade Christ in All Things leather folio by the Murdy Creative Company. If you want to donate more than that, well, fly us wherever you want, and we will record Christ in all things at your chosen location. Within reason, of course. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org. Email us at info at splco.org. Or the old-fashioned way, give us a call, 262-567-5001. Intro and outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl. Copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.